it is spooky season. Are you excited? Spooky season. <laughs> Honestly, Halloween is not my favorite. It's not my top. Is it my top five ho- like favorite holidays? I don't know. Hard to say. Mm-hmm. Do I even know five holidays? Yeah, I was going to say, that's like, that's a long list. A Actually, I feel that though. I'm Jewish. So like we have so many holidays. Literally every week we have a holiday. So yeah, <laughs> Halloween's always been a fun one. Halloween is like an objectively fun holiday though. I will say. Like, cause it brings people together. People get dressed up. There's candy, there's parties. Like it's a fun thing. And like you celebrate it all the way up usually. Unless like, yeah. I don't know, grandparents Halloween? Is that a thing? No, cause they give out candy, right? Oh, true. They're, it's all part of the cycle. True. All part of the cycle. I was listening to Remy, Remy on her, Remy, Miss, Miss Remy Ashton. And she was saying in her vlog how when she was younger, she always loved the houses that gave out like the full size candy bars. And she's like, when I was younger, my only dream, like my full circle moment was like, when I have a house, when I've got money, I'm going to give out full bars. And I thought that was the most wholesome thing ever. I love that. She's uh, paying it forward, really. Oh my God. That, that is paying it forward. Yeah. I would always go to I Red Hill. Uh, we would always, mm-hmm. in Hong Kong, we go to Red Hill because that's like, it was, we went to Stanley, went to Manhattan a couple of times. In Hong Kong, actually, fuck Red Hill. Fuck the houses, actually. Hong Kong is the ideal place to trick or treat because you can go to these big apartment buildings that have like block A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, all the way to the end, basically, with like 70 floors and just go up and down like that's so easy why are we going yeah. to houses like apartment buildings are the ideal place to trick-or-treat tell it's me the I'm efficiency wrong. tell me it's I'm wrong. the efficiency but not all of hong kong celebrates although that's it's like true. a weird mixture like you have like true you have like the schools i think to some extent do and then you have like mm-hmm. the like lkf like yeah go hard there oh and then there's like all of the like I don't know like a lot of the locals don't like um You're they totally don't decorate right. their house um and it's like not like a thing but it's fun to just like dress up and eat some candy the idea of Halloween is good but yeah costumes we gotta talk Ooh, costumes we gotta talk costumes wait sorry one more thing about the candy note though what I loved about mm-hmm. trick-or-treating and being in Halloween mood in Hong Kong was that because it was so international, the candy and the chocolate you got were really from around the world. Like it was literally a mixed bag. So you got went to the American houses, got like those like big Costco, like Hershey's and stuff they'd buy from like A&M and Stanley Plaza. But then you go to like a more like Chinese house and give you like the white rabbits or you'd go to like some sort of like, I don't know, like European, they'd give you some like European Swiss chocolate. Like you really got an international array of candy. So I appreciated that. Um, On costumes. Yeah, costumes Mm -hmm. are are a big thing though people do go hard this year yeah. i'm being devil's advocate dressing up a little red two-piecer tell me more yeah, mm-hmm. yeah two red piecer was gonna do a princess then did not fall through so the backup plan is being a devil's advocate which is just arguing for the costume which i just do normally and i get to wear red for it so you know we love to see it what I about you Island? i'm so excited what are you dressing up as oh my god yeah the so photos excited. of halloween that's a whole element that's a whole element that's like what about you how I feel like as you get older, like the pictures are really all that it is, right? It's like all pictures, all just like, I don't know, having a good time, good night. Um, well, two stories here. The first is kind of funny. In our high school, we were K through 12. Mm-hmm. And so I was talking to one of our principals and we have like a, like a mini shop on campus for like, you can get like buy uniforms and things like that. Oh um, and they always have candy. Yes. And so I was the dragon shop candy. Exactly. Oh my goodness. And I was talking to our principal and she was telling me that we have someone called the candy man where every single year during yes. the summer, he would yes. go back to the U S yes. and he'd pack like a luggage filled with candy. 
Um, and so that the dragon shop would always have candy and like during Halloween and during um, like we had like festivals and things like that, they would have like candy. And I was like, that's crazy. Like we literally have a candy man on campus. Honestly, anyway. Willy Wonka, <laughs> Willy Wonka. No, this guy was the most friendly, open mind. Like I know he had two kids. They were a year younger than us. He had twins, oh. I believe. Mm-hmm. A year younger than us. Also, side note, the U, the not UFO, the PFO, the parents, something organization, funding, something, friends, faculty, parent faculty. faculty. Oh, parent uh, no. faculty. No, yeah, you know, parent faculty. The orange slices that they somehow manifested every single like sports day outing were to this day the best oranges slices I've ever had in my entire life. I don't know what it was, how they cut the oranges, like the juiciness of it, like whatever it was maybe just being free oranges with friends like they were so so good but also the candy that was such a nice pick me up <gasps> during Christmas when they would bring in like the moms and dads would bring in like the baked goods though they give like the free cookies and brownies oh that hits so different that hits yeah, so different so good yeah so good there's something different about baked goods we have yeah. um, a place on campus and it's the best place it's called Murray Dodge it's like part Murray of our Dodge. religious center on campus Ooh. But every day from 3 p.m. to midnight, they have freshly baked cookies. <gasps> and so heavenly. Well, that's why they're yeah, religious. <laughs> and it, they like, are always baking cookies. <gasps> and it's like this little, like you go down the stairs, it's like a little basement. It's like a very like cafe vibe. Ooh, and it's the warmest the place on campus. Like sometimes when I feel really homesick, um, I go there because it like smells like like it smells like home, right? It smells like someone's baking for you. Someone's cooking for you. And like they have tea and it's like a really nice, cool vibe. So if you're ever on campus, I'll have to bring you. Oh my God. Yes. I would do like work sessions there, but then also. Oh, hundred percent. That is so nice. So random. Yeah. I remember I did a soccer camp at Dartmouth, maybe like my sophomore year. And it was like a fun camp. It was like four days. It was quick. But like what I remember so distinctly was like the freshly baked chocolate chip cookies at the dining hall were like heavenly. I don't know, like how much butter and sugar was in there. I don't care. They were like one of the best ones I've ever had. Like there's something so special about like the American chocolate chip cookie. Like it's so wholesome. Everyone loves it. It's not controversial. It's like a peace treaty. It's it's better than like a, an olive branch. It's a chocolate chip cookie. Like it's fantastic. And the cookie grams, that was like one of the best, best things ever done in e-commerce. I love it. I love it. <laughs> love that. Oh my goodness. What is your favorite type of cookie? Oh my goodness. That's, oh, I do like a good chocolate chip cookie. Like I like chocolate. chocolate I am chip. a big chocolate person. A good snicker yeah. doodle is good. No, I think chocolate Ooh, chip cookie. Chocolate chip cookie. Chocolate chip. That was my go-to. Do you like it like crispy and chewy? Ooh, do you yes. like it like cakey? What's your ideal chocolate chip cookie? Ideal chocolate chip cookie is actually one that I've never had before. I'm manifesting so hard trying the Levain bakery it's this ridiculous bakery in new yes. york have you mm-hmm. gone if you've not i gone, have gone oh, yes really? it's good it's so good oh, it really i'm is. manifesting it just like i've watched like 12 videos about like trying it i'm like i need it i need it i'm manifesting it so badly but like it's i know it's like super it's more like a cake basically like it's thick but yeah, yeah i think like the i like a little burnt but i also like the the gooeyness oh my goodness now, oh, I'm so hungry. now i want a chocolate chip cookie same i'm so hungry we'll oh. do it I'm going to pair a baking episode hopefully (gasps) soon dude I'm going to be getting oh my goodness actually so funny on Wednesday this week um we'll do a little week recap but Wednesday this week we had an event for entrepreneurs in action um which was great and I've been hosting that these the events recently at this awesome like restaurant cafe situation it's called bread etc and 
they have like a bunch of like salads and sandwiches and pizzas and like really good food and like it's a good place good vibe in addition though they are like a fire bakery and the thing about bakeries though beginning of the day like that freshly smell bakery smell like amazing right there at the end of the day similar to sushi restaurants because like sushi fish goes bad at the end of the day they've mm-hmm. got the sales at the end of the day for bakeries so there was this huge line of people waiting to get like the breads that were like honestly only made that morning and yeah baked goods and croissants and like I thought it was like the best thing ever like that's one of the best things in society like those little things like the fact like seeing people like after work queuing up for like the end of the day baked goods like there was something so wholesome about it to me I don't know yeah I love seeing people queue up for food like I think it's one of the most special things because people from around the world will see like like good food is such like a unifying factor and especially from Singapore where we like literally eat like six meals a day food has always been like a centered part of like what family is and what community is and what like like I remember we would go for hikes and we would like plan our hikes around oh my god or we would like plan events or our day around like where we're going to eat and just like that culture of food and like really loving that has been really important in like bringing people together for me so um, yeah like just lining it like lining up for food and then finally yes. getting to the front of the line and like yeah. being able to hold it it's just like it's such a special feeling as well um oh, 100% yeah, yeah. But I kinda wanna, yeah oh yeah go for it yeah even yesterday um I had a really long day yesterday and like by the evening night I was like so exhausted I just biked back I was like I had some calls I still had to do I got back went to my food store my guy we're besties and like the best like a little highlight of my day yesterday like honestly I had like a quick convo with him and it was like such a great experience. And even like yesterday when I was at the cafeteria, the person was like making my food. Like I got like a salad and they were putting it together. Those little conversations you have with like people making food. Also, like if you ever grew up with like with like someone like in the kitchen, like speaking together as you cook, like there's something so nice about food that brings someone together. Like I completely, completely agree. Yeah. I, I remember growing up two two really distinct memories. Yeah. Um, The first is my mom would cook Singaporean food when we lived in the Netherlands and we'd always like sit at the counter or we'd like sit on the kitchen floor. And I remember we had this like one high stool chair and I was young enough that I would like fit under the chair and I would like sit under the chair and I'd be like, mom, you like, do you need any help with anything? Or like, I'd like sit and watch her prepare the food that we were going to eat for tonight. And that's always something that um, was like really special for me, like being able to come together for not only like eating the food, but also like preparing the food. Um, And then like Thanksgiving dinner, Thanksgiving is coming up. My dad really like loves, like he he, like watches. I didn't know you guys celebrate Thanksgiving. Wait, this is a story. Why do you guys celebrate Thanksgiving? Netherlands, Singapore, what's the story there? So the thought behind it, I don't know how much of it is true, is sure. but my my dad, when we were younger, knew we were moving around a lot and he wanted, um, and like my dad and my mom, they like both grew up in kind of like different cultures and different backgrounds. Um, and so they wanted something that was like special for our family, like that we've done like ever since we were little. And like, even though we might not have like a physical place of home, like we have traditions that make it home, if that makes sense. And so I think he just like picked Thanksgiving, like he loves cooking. um, And that was a good one. So he picked Thanksgiving and we've been doing it like every single year. We like, he like watches one specific video of Jamie Oliver, if you know Jamie Oliver, um, cooking a turkey. 
and he watches it. He takes his notes. He makes a schedule. It's this whole preparation. Then we have people over for um, Thanksgiving dinner, which is really nice. Oh my God. I'm double hungry now. The holiday seasons (laughs) are coming though. Like this is so fun. People are wrapping it up. Oh, I'm a huge fan of pies. I used to not be. Then I was like, why am I living a sad life? Pumpkin pie, (laughs) apple pie, pecan pie, lemon meringue pie. pie. Which one? Favorite pie? Favorite pie. 3.1 3.1 for 1592659. No. Uh, I think, oh, I think it depends on the year. It depends on the year. Yeah. What about you? What's Ooh, like your I signature Thanksgiving I... dish? Or which one was your favorite one growing up? Ooh. It has to be stuffing. My dad Ooh. does like tell me what stuffing, stuffing is. No one can tell me what's in stuffing. Like, I dare you. Tell me. So my dad does <laughs> some meat. See? <laughs> And I don't know exactly which meat we do, but we do mm-hmm. some meat. Okay. And then it's just like a lot of herbs, a lot of like, think of like a really large meatball. Got it. I see. Kind of. Okay. With like other Bread ingredients. Crumbs. So there's like, uh, no, like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? Chestnuts. Okay. Chestnuts. So I'm like, it's like, like, think of like a meatball with like other really flavorful things is okay. how I would describe. Okay. That I thing. love that. There is Canadian Thanksgiving. We actually don't celebrate it though. We never did. I don't know why. Oh, interesting. We never did it. October, we never did it. Growing up, we never did. I think just because we were always in HKIS, the American, a lot of our friends, we always did American mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. I loved it yeah. though. It was always so fun. Like, the favorite? idea of gratitude. <gasps> do you think, okay, psychoanalyzing you, do you think that's why you're all about gratitude? Like the Thanksgiving? Ooh, I don't know. Maybe a stretch, but like, I'm just. A little bit of a stretch. A little bit. But I think it was definitely a motivating factor. Like yeah. just growing up in an environment where um yeah, like giving thanks was was really important. I don't know. I don't know where Thankful Thursdays came. Or I think it was because I saw like a lack of um right. gratitude at our high school and middle school. Yeah. The staff and things like that. Yeah, we're gonna dive, we're gonna have an episode where we dive into that. I love I want to hear all the story about that. Thanksgiving is also like when we kind of have all our photos from we have like three photos together and they're one is some like an act selfie we don't want to talk about that another one and then the other two are just like a thanksgiving turkey trot i remember that being like the most beautiful glorious day this is like the best weather in hong kong hong kong tourism board go right now like this is the best time to be in hong kong beautiful run i remember Mm -hmm. though i was like not out of shape but like i definitely hadn't run in like a hot second and I remember on the run, you were like taking it easy because you're a queen and you no. like, go at literally any pace. No. And I was like, yes, like I feel so comfortable running with you. Um, and you really motivated me actually to like start my fitness journey. That's like a whole oh other God. section. That's we could, like, a talk whole about. Other... Oh my goodness. Yeah, <laughs> but, but now um, you're a D1 athlete. Can't compete, literally cannot compete. Oh my Say goodness. it loud, say it no. proud. I want to get you a hoodie that just says <laughs> D1 athlete, like nothing else, no context. Hopefully I get my merch soon. Oh I'll my God, you, I would do Oh it. my goodness. I'll send you Princeton crew merch. Crew merch. I'll be like, I'm on Princeton crew. Not really, but oh like, goodness. I knew her. That is cool though. Like who would like, okay, we were yeah. talking yesterday. Um, there was this quote that was like, imagine if it could all turn out way better than you ever imagined. One year ago, how could you ever imagine yourself on crew? Like, are you kidding me? I know. I don't know. Amazing. <laughs> no, things are amazing. Like that's so freaking cool. Like how much things can change. Yeah. So like little advice for the day, be open to opportunities. My grandmother says, Taylor. we plan, God laughs. Be open. Let things I come. I love that. Right? Yeah. It's true. COVID, we plan, God laughs. I was mm-hmm. trying to sort like some flights out with my parents yesterday and like, what's the, and yeah, 
piece of advice, let things be open. So with that in mind, what are you going to be open for this weekend or what, what sort of note do you want to leave us off on Waylon? That's a good one. Um, I think just like not overwhelming myself with things. I think I tend to like be like, oh, okay. For me to like do well in the class, I literally need to go back to like week one and like (laughs) review everything in like a whole week. And I'm like, oh, if I do that, like I'll feel good. But honestly, I have maybe like five really big things. I just need to like get done and get done well by next Mm -hmm. week. And like, once I do those, like nothing else, like it's fine. Like it's fine if I don't review everything and anything we just got to get through this week but what about you same yeah I think there's a lot on the to-do list and I had a little freak out this morning about like oh my gosh everything like you're right like not everything has to be done in one day the main priorities like the little things can go like there's not everything is important realizing what actually is like needs to be done and what the other things can kind of be on the back burner and then also with that people as well like don't waste time on people that don't bring you happiness or treat you not well so yeah people have been a big point too yeah I did um I did an interview like a recorded interview today and one of the questions was how do you like how do you organize and prioritize things when you have clashing deadlines. And I thought it was so interesting to like, see how I asked it, but also like, I would love to hear how you would answer it. Clashing deadlines. That's a really good point. So I think like the, the clashing deadline matters. I think it comes back to, let's say it's both like due on Monday first, like what is, what's more important to me in the short term and what's more important in the long term so if it's something that's like this is a one opportunity like this is another thing like let's say it's like an exam that's with 40 percent of your grade like mm-hmm. that's a bigger deal than maybe like an assignment that's due like 15 percent. and of course the 15 percent is still important but if it's a 40 percent, like that's objectively more important and that's a little more difficult to recover from so maybe like the cost i kind of look at i do a little cost benefit yeah. analysis what about you I what was that. your answer um <laughs> I think I answered, I answered in like three separate dimensions. Oh, I I love like urgency comes first. So like, what are the consequences of my actions if I don't get it done and compare and contrast those? The second one I think I did was like how much of this task and like deadline relies on like my work and like Mm. how much of it relies on someone else's work. So like delegation of the tasks. I love that. And then the third one I don't remember, but I remember I had three. <laughs> I remember, I'm sure it was fantastic. I'm sure you rocked it. Oh my goodness. Anyways, hope all of you have a wonderful, wonderful Halloween spooky season. Let us know any good candies, costumes, anything. If you're listening to this, please do reach out to us as always just to chat. We want to see who's listening, hear your thoughts, email us, send us a DM. We're always happy to hear. Follow our journey on Instagram and everything else will be linked below. Anything else, Waylon? Let us know what you're going to be for Halloween. Yes. please that's who i will do and yes i'll do an instagram post of maybe like a fun costume you and i did oh my god um and we'll do a little trip down memory lane yeah also dm us or email us your costume this year and we'll share on our next episode like some of the funny ones so yeah send that over to us amazing have a kind of all good day guys bye bye